Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Prince Sidrep Podcast, starring host Armand Nasse. So, today I'm going to, tonight actually, it is 11.34 on January, on the Saturday of January 4th, 2020. So, I have not done a podcast in quite a while, and I should say I'm back because yes, it certainly has been a while. I'm talking a couple months. And now I'm tonight I'm going to be talking about something that has been requested by a couple of people actually. I would say my buddies especially. So I will pretty much talk about my own views, opinions, and my interpretations of a good friendship. Alright, let's begin. I would say a good friendship with another individual is when as long as you two are close to each other as long as you two would maintain your own maintain contact with each other and listen listening is a key to a good friendship when both of you are having a good conversation so yeah basically i would say those are pretty much big fundamental fundamentals of a good friendship but there's something else that I also must mention as well. If you're kind of teasing or joking around with someone, I would certainly say that's fine. I'm so okay with that. But this is something else I'd like to mention. I've gone through that before. That happens to me. I even made that mistake myself towards other people when I was a kid especially. Damn. So saying something demeaning to another person Especially if that person is your friend. Especially, damn, that's not a good way to interpret, not a good way to have a friendship. It's kind of an unhealthy friendship, to be honest, because if you two are saying things that are, that just hurt your feelings and that just make you feel different, alone, depressed, those are signs of an unhealthy friendship. That's gets the feeling when both of you should separate. Moving on from that, I'm going to, now I will talk about online friendships, as in if you're texting, if you're Snapchatting, if you're probably keep sending someone a DM from like Instagram or something, I don't know. So, in my opinion, I don't think online friendships would always thrive. Because what if you two live from just a pretty far distance. It's like, for example, I met, for example, I met this girl who lives all the way in San Francisco through Snapchat for some reason. I guess she just added me. I added her back, talked with her for quite a bit, kind of got to know her. And we really pretty much did nothing else from there because I had a feeling it was going to end. And it turned out I was correct. But in all cases, I should say, Online friendships pretty much are just a short-term friendship, in just my personal opinion, based on my own experiences. But however, you can perhaps have a long-term online friendship if you, if so, that could actually happen, because that happened to one of my lady friends. Her name's Sabrina. So, a boy DM'd her. To get to know her for quite a bit on Instagram, which is when they first met. Then they both got their Snapchats. 
they've been communicating with each other for quite a bit, actually. And then that got to the point where they, where the boy asked her out to go out somewhere, and she eagerly accepted that. And that's something that made her happy because she doesn't do that type of stuff that often with with gentlemen like that boy. And eventually they have been going out for quite a while, and which eventually resulted in them starting to date as a boyfriend and a girlfriend, maintaining true, genuine love for the past seven months till this day. That's something that makes me happy, even though I don't know how this relationship shit works at all. I haven't experienced that type of love ever. It's okay, I don't even care that much. So, point being that sometimes online friendships can actually end well, since you, since couple people can get closer together, perhaps, you, but as long as you two get to genuinely know each other, as to know where you live, know where you're from, know what you'd like to do as hobbies. It's like in my case, someone asked me, hey man, what would you, what do you, what can I get to know about you? And I would basically explain from, I mean, my initial reaction would just be from my own subtle hobbies about what I basically do in and outside of school. Now I'm pretty much just and mainly focusing on academics. However, I do have other general hobbies outside of that. And But sports case scenario, I've, oh, I like to wrestle. It's my first year, and so far I'm doing good. I like to play drums in and outside of my school for the jazz band in school and for a little band I have formed outside of school. I also snowboard once in a while. I go to Whitetail Liberty. It's close to Maryland. I should probably say like 40 minutes from my house. And yeah, I... But most importantly here, I also make podcasts just once in a while. And I'm developing that as a new hobby for myself. Point of this is pretty much just talk quite a bit about yourself if someone wants to get to know you. So he can so he can get to understand you as a person before your friendships eventually develop. So, yeah. Now, next up, I'm going to be talking about a friend group, a group of friends that you will, you will see here and there, or pretty often, actually. In my case, I am in quite a lot of friend groups, actually. I am, I'm in a friend group with a bunch of people who recently met up, got to know each other, talk with each other this year, and hang out here and there. For example, a bunch of us from our French friend group, we all had we all organized a cookout at my house this time, and I gotta say, that was really fun. That was probably just one of the most fun times I've ever had with a bunch of my friends, too. Even though a bunch of people couldn't make it since they had vacation, this actually happened recently. I'm talking December 23rd, during my Christmas break from school. It, yeah, I gotta say that this was fun, but even though a lot of people, quite a bit of people couldn't make it, that's why I decided to organize a second cookout with the objective of having more of my friends than the original one. But if they can't make it for good reasons, I don't blame it. That's obviously fine by me. Among the friend groups I talk to, I also talk with a bunch of my wrestling mates, and I'd love to hang out with them at some point. Well, we have hung out before, actually. And we even went on tournaments, we went on games, and... I gotta say, all of us are super spirited, 
we're super fun towards each other, and we give the attitude that you know you want your teammates to win, which makes me happy. It makes me fulfilled to be in an actual, an actual genuine team with people who support you. And that just makes me feel a lot better, a lot more motivated, a lot more spirited. And also, I have a friend group with both old friends who I have known for a while and new friends. We do hang out here and there, but we all first met up at Halloween night with one, when one of my buddies, he built, a, he built a freaking haunted fortress. Damn, it was a nice looking one too. On his cul-de-sac. Where, and eventually, a bunch of my friends and I, we met up and we actually became actors for that thing too. Because it was like a haunted house where someone, where someone could walk through it and get spooked by the actors <laughs> okay that was a fun night and ever since we quite got to know each other as well got to know subtle information about us and which we can understand and we can even use that information for potential teasing jokes later <laughs> that's what i kind of do pretty there even though i do it to be a dick sometimes i do it as long as it does as it doesn't hurt anyone's feelings or it doesn't make an un- make a person uncomfortable speaking of being comfortable or uncomfortable, this is what leads to another one of my own views of a friendship. I never intend to make anyone uncomfortable, even, but that does happen here and there, except I just don't realize it. But there are also some other situations where I don't see how I get someone uncomfortable. It's like the situation of when you're talking to a guy or a girl, you get to know them, they become your friend, but you kind of eventually split up. And I'm like, why are we splitting up? I would like to talk to you, but the person doesn't want to maintain contact with you as much anymore. It's like getting the feeling of them being uncomfortable towards me. And I react to that by thinking... What can I do about this? Should we actually split if that person's being fake to me? Or should I try to get us back together if it's unintentional for them? Well, that's just a view because I have went through something like that before. And that unfortunately resulted in us splitting. Despite us being friends for six months. That was during middle school. And... I was a kid. I was. I had a different behavior. At, I had a different mindset at that time. But I gotta say, I know I matured a lot ever since then. Moved on from other unfortunate things as well. And yeah, it's just it's just the past. But now I've got the mindset, a different mindset of gaining a sense of trust once you and a friend get closer to each other. When they experience a moment that they will cherish or remember as a moment that they will not forget and will find as a positive aspect of your friendship. And I would find that that leads those friendships to more of those cherishing moments that will eventually happen. Now, see, I have a quote that was in mind. I actually searched it up on Google recently, but that's something I've remembered for a while. So, friends, they cherish one another's hopes. 
they are kind to one another's dreams. It's a subtle quote by legendary author Henry David Thoreau. And even though it looks so simple, it has a deep meaning. When you are in a deep friendship, or as I would always say, a genuine friendship with another friend, they're always eager to keep in contact with each other. And they're eager to understand what their friends are dreaming, hoping, experiencing what they're going through, and react to that in a good way. That's something I that's something I've done and that's something I've heard from other people as well. Ever since I started my extremely tight schedule as a junior, for once in a while I have been kinda sad. I there were times when I just didn't know what to do and that's where my friends, my family, even teachers came in as well to help support me and to help change my somewhat depressed mindset into a motivated, spirited, and supportive human being, someone who is here for others, whether you are my friend, whether you are my family member, or whether you're just an acquaintance or just someone in general, I'm there for that person. Even if that means us getting closer, or even if that means just doing something that's so simple for them. That's my own mindset of being there for someone. And believe the... Sorry, believe me, excuse me. Yeah, I would say that it's a true meaning of friendship. Of course, being there for someone is a true meaning. But I also must mention that understanding them is also essential. Because if you're there to support someone, you can literally say something that simple as everything is going to be okay, my friend. You can literally say that. And I have a feeling that that would make someone, that would instantly make someone happy. Just with one wholesome one or more wholesome things to mention to them. I've had people discuss with me about situations that they're going through, situations that they would like to talk about with me, and I react I would react I react to that in various ways. Whether it's super simple or whether it's my own feedback of that and just my opinion of what they should do from there. Of course, it's always up to their parents to re- to really explain the main things to them. But I'm just there to support that, to give them another sense of evidence. It's like, for example, someone just mentions that, oh my goodness, they've had such a hard lacrosse game recently. They have quite a bit of homework to do. They have, and they even have a couple tests in a few weeks. I mean, days, pardon me. And... The next thing I, the next thing I mentioned to them, it's simple to go. It's simple to go through. I faced that myself, and with my determined mindset, just because of something that happens, I explained it to that person. He eventually understood. He comprehended. He attempted to gain that mindset, and guess what? It worked. 
just because of something that I mentioned, something that I explained, or perhaps something even wholesome that I would mention to that person, whether it's a wholesome quote, whether it's my own wording, or whether it's something that'll make that person happy, to make that person understand of what they can do to make themselves better at anything. That results in them gaining a bigger sense of trust in you, faith in you, compassion towards you. That's when both of you have the strong bond, resulting in you two, or perhaps more, people getting closer, attracted to each other. Well, like an electron and a proton in chemistry. Oh my god, I'm not that much of a nerd, okay? Point being in any circumstance of a friendship, do anything to a person to be closer to get close, to understand each other, resulting in a genuine friendship, but also do something as long as you are not a dick about it to anyone. Just don't say anything that hurts their feelings. Don't do, don't do a dick move that results in separation. That's all I must mention for now. It's 17 minutes. I usually do 15 minutes. This is basically just my own views, my own opinions of a friendship. And if anyone wants to speak with me about something that I may have said that's kind of wrong, please just say anything constructive to me so I can understand, so I can adapt to that for my further interpretations of friendship. Well... Yeah, I guess that's it for tonight. Thank you so much for listening to The Prince Sit Rap. This has been Armand Nasai up here on the mic. Cheers, everyone. And have a great rest of your day or evening. Thank you for watching.